five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. What's up, in betweeners? How's everybody doing? How are you, Liam? You know, I'm fine. Every single time that we've okay. you've said between in betweeners, it literally makes me think of the book. <laughs> A scrappy amount of nobodies. Keep talking. Maybe I'll <laughs> Google it right now just to make sure that I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure it's a book. Did I make it up? Somebody, I was supposed to say somebody tweet me. Are you me the as Outsiders? Ever. No, there is. A... Not the Outsiders Sorry. with, um. Betweeners. What's that oh, nickname? Golden no. Boy or something? What I am thinking of is a British TV show called The Inbetweeners, which there was definitely something called The Inbetweeners. But, um, uh, yes, I think the gotcha. book I'm thinking of is The Outsiders. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I never heard of <laughs> that before that's funny speaking of brits um (laughs) i don't know if you heard this liam but did you see there was like a theater mania um article that in the west end phantom is being closed permanently oh my god cleo you're joking no i'm not joking cleo wow phantom's like closing it's not coming back no the touring on the west end and the west end production are oh crap both yeah. productions i could i because there have been rumors that when broadway comes back there'll be some long-standing shows that probably won't open including phantom just mm-hmm. because the majority of its audiences come from asia a lot of non-english speaking um audience members yeah. just because phantom is a big spectacular you don't even really need the language to understand the story right um yeah. and there's also a film you know there's multiple things but like that's pretty wild if that because that, i mean yeah. if I wouldn't be surprised if Broadway followed. Um, that would be mm-hmm. that would make no uh, English speaking uh, productions would be open, which would be pretty nuts. Wow. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? How will I make I'll my West dance. End debut now? I guess Fontaine really needs to happen <laughs> for know. me. <laughs> I guess I need to really work hard and I, I'll just keep drilling I dream to dream and hope hope the dream yeah. comes true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, that's actually really interesting because I know that some Western shows have actually announced them coming back with new social distancing um, rules. Um, come, like, I think it's around August 22nd. All I know is that they invited a bunch of influencers from the UK to meet at the London Palladium, and they basically just tested out uh, this new um, new way to pack audiences member audience members into a theater while keeping everyone safe. Because I think the the UK is in pretty good standing, but it's like you can't have people uh, closer together uh, above I think fifty, like no more than fifty people. So I think cast members are right. fine. I think it's the audience members that are the problems. Like usual, right. like typical. But um, <laughs> I'll be interested to see if what shows come back. I thought Phantom was going to be one of the ones to come back. but Yeah, no. Wow. I just saw this article like yesterday, maybe. So I think it's fairly new news. Fairly new. I'm going to have to look that up. That's really, really interesting. Well, I know that like, yeah. Uh, of course, a few weeks ago, we talked about the fact that Six had a 
drive-in musical event that was going to play arenas mm-hmm. around the UK, including both their UK tour cast and their UK West End cast. Uh, but sadly, yep. that got cancelled because I know that depending on the location they were in, the social distancing rules and whatnot um, which different. was different. So essentially, you know, they didn't want people traveling. They didn't want, you know, even though it was only six cast members, you know, actually like eight or nine, but uh, including standby and swings. But um, that's true. It's such a small cast. Like they are definitely the safest yeah. <laughs> of them all because there's like literally two of them. Yeah. I, but I mean, the one problem yeah. is they're in the arts theater in the West End, which is incredibly tiny. Um, like everyone's like packed okay. on top of each other. So I'll be. Mm-hmm. real real interested to see which shows come back and sadly like phantom which shows shudder um i hope those cast members yeah. or you know that's really who i think about the cast and the crew you know cameron mcintosh yeah. doesn't need to make any more money um but yeah especially uh, with um especially with phantom because it's you don't think it's going anywhere like yeah people can have a job in phantom for a long time yeah like that is one of the most secure jobs that you can have mm. in the theater is like honestly with phantom because you can do the part for so long mm-hmm. um but it's so interesting yeah i feel bad for them too yeah it just feels you know same thing with when frozen announced closing i was like those people thought they had jobs yeah. for six months and it's disney which is another kind of yeah. quote-unquote secure job but sadly right. i mean we all know that covid has greatly impacted so many people's lives including the entertainment industry uh, the UK mm-hmm. has done a really great job of government assistance for UK artists to try to keep companies alive, nonprofits alive. Uh, you know, the government isn't giving them, you know, ample amount of money, but they're giving them enough money to mm-hmm. hopefully survive uh, post-COVID because yeah. that's really where it's going to suck. Like, we're all going to be in this weird middle ground until six months later, you know what I mean, when we're quote-unquote mm-hmm. somewhat back to a normal. Um, and some companies I just don't think are, are going to survive sadly, but, um, the U S yeah. needs to kind of, <laughs> U S needs to get a hold of their <laughs> people first and they need to take care of yeah. the people, but including, you know, that care for people, including the arts and including, you know, all, everyone in the entertainment yeah. industry is sadly suffering, but, um, including colleges as well. I mean, that's the, uh, yeah. Michaela and I go to, uh, the same school. We go to Marymount Manhattan college for musical theater. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, not only do we know, we do not know what our industry is going to look like in a year, but on top of it, a lot of our fellow students and peers, uh, are, have chosen not to come back to college in the fall because most likely it'll be the entirety yep. of at least the musical theater education will be online. And I, I don't judge our school for being honest. I have, I'm very, very open no, about my opinion. Can't. They're following CDC guidelines right. and, um, and can't it's like, be mad at them for putting things online that wouldn't make sense and you know but i do believe it is your choice as the student to decide whether or not you're actually going to continue um because it is very different and it's very very financially hard and right Mm -hmm. now is very financially hard so i don't really judge anybody who's like oh i'm gonna take the year off because of finances right do i think you know at least i don't know where michaela comes from when it comes to deciding because her and i have both decided to go to back to school um for me at least i feel if i was a sophomore maybe i'd think about it but having worked at disney for about you know two-ish years two and a half years i was ready to go back to school and now i am ready to graduate like it's not 
Yeah. Um, would I appreciate an in, you know, an in-person thing? Sure. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we wouldn't have auditions to do anyway. <laughs> like, no, that's literally my point is, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, if I didn't go to school, like, yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I think my whole, what really, because I would talk about it, like, with my parents and they would be like, if you decide to take a gap year, like, we support that. Like, it's what you want to do, but you got to think about everything. Mm. And my whole thing was in the hopes and the dreams that by next summer, things will be open and auditionings will be happening. I want to be done with school and know that I can not have school holding me back from, like, any auditions or anything like that. Like, I'll be done by the time the world starts to open up again. Yeah. Which was ultimately my deciding decision, is I don't want to be in school when the world opens up back. I want to be, like, out there. And I think you and I have both really invested in, like, our private work, too. Because, I mean, I always Mm -hmm. think... um, hopefully things happen for a reason and um i'm i'm definitely Mm -hmm. not wanting any of like the grief that this is causing a lot of families to happen um that's not what i'm saying but for me in my perspective i'm like this might be a sign to like really invest in your own personal projects like what do you do after college even without covid you know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. so many people kind of like twiddling their thumbs and being like, well, I have my day job and I go to auditions when I can and that this, this and that. But now we are presented with this opportunity to to learn how to facilitate our own opportunities and our own work while still auditioning and having that kind of uh, day job and stuff. Um, so yeah. I think we're presented with a really weird but really cool opportunity to try to make our own work, which I think ultimately Mm -hmm. will teach us something else that I don't think we had planned to learn but we kind of have to and um I I really kind of thought about um you know because we of course our second semester really was when COVID really struck us and I thought of like kind of like three words that kind of made me think of like I don't know like musical theater isn't as sexy when you're doing it over zoom it just isn't. It's not. It's not as. It's not as. Say no to this doesn't have the same appeal over oh, Zoom. Oh, but as let it me tell you, Michaela has sent me the Kermit dancing to say no to this. How do I say no to this? Whatever it's called. But I feel like these three God, words. I as I was you. like, oh God bless her. She's yeah. We were talking about like what would be like our um, hustle job, like our <laughs> our side gig, and Michaela's is TikTok stuff. Um, but I wanted to talk about like the a fact the fact that like we have this n- I think there is a new definition of accountability in the theater now that we we are where we are, and um, mm-hmm. and I don't know I feel like like I said there it just brings a large amount of like we kind of have to start doing this work and doing this like yeah. uh, our own work our own opportunities this p- podcast included, um, and I also. Mm-hmm you know we're doing that self-work when it comes to race in the theater when it comes to uh opportunities we're given in the theater right and how it's just not equal and there's no sense of like real equity in the theater um for especially uh actors of color and designers and creators of color and and it took a pandemic for us to really tackle it head on (laughs) which is so sad but like so true 
Um, and I also just want yeah. to tell our listeners that there are a lot of great, great companies doing really great work, not only for actors of color, but uh, of also for training online that I think have really been the pioneers. I've taken a few workshops with the Growing Studio online. They're a really great group mm-hmm. um, that has really embraced this online format. But beforehand, I really would have cringed at doing a class online. Um, but yeah. a- another great yeah, group totally. that me and Michaela have both participated in is Actor Therapy. Um, They're a really, really great group that is started and founded by Ryan Scott Oliver and Lindsay Mendez. Um, And they both have really welcomed this new format. And it makes it, at least how I feel every week, I feel a little less scared. Um, And and I feel like, too, we've, like, learned things we need to work on, things that, like, are going to take a couple of years, things that are what we offer, what we, you know what I mean? I feel like we've learned Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the ins and outs of, like, who we are as people and... Um, What I'm excited about is, you know, skipping an actor therapy session or a semester, if you will, and then coming back and um, seeing them again in like a year and just reevaluating. It seems to be a thing that hopefully like it's it's a good one stop shop of like, um, you know, checking in and making sure you're really honing in on your tools and and using, again, this online format that can seem really um, kind of like. I don't know. It can see, yeah, it seems like a daunting, like a daunting void. You don't really know what's out there. You you know, but you figure out that for the most part, I think the worst critic is yourself because you're scared of mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And I'm slowly learning to just not care as much, which is good, I guess. Yeah. No, but, it's true. Yeah. Um. We hope that whoever's listening out there is taking care of themselves and doing what they need to do. If that's taking a break from the theater, then do what you got to do. Um, but we hope here at Stays Between Us that you're you're taking care of yourself. But I think we should take a small commercial break before we continue. Enjoying a commercial break? I hope you are. I just am here to let you know that the organization of the week is the Fund for College Auditions, a company that fights for diversity and equity in college-level theater training programs. The Fund for College Auditions is a New York-based organization that basically offers financial support and college guidance to acting and musical theater students with limited resources who still want to go to said schools for musical theater. Michaela and I both feel really strongly about wanting to see a more equitable playing field for students from across the country. I have made a donation, and I hope you do too. Enjoy the rest of the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. My life. My life. Welcome to my life. Dun, dun. You guys, so I had this idea that we should watch The Simple Life with Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. Because that shit seems crazy. And I've never seen oh, it. It's... It was on when we were. Oh, I. Th- it goes to show I remember watching the show. And we were like eight. Really? Oh, absolutely. Well, you were eight then. I was five. I don't know. Wait, when so. was the first year? I'll look it up. When was the first year of Simple okay, Life? Okay, look it up. If I had to take a guess, it was 2005? That yeah, sounds kind of right. Yeah, I was going to say that or three, 2003. Do you think it was 2003? Oh, you're correct. 2003. So, no, I remember watching this and yeah. it was... So, I was literally three. <laughs> Wait, you were born in 2000? I was born in 1999. But I was have a late birthday, so for most of the year, I am the same age as the year. So it's 2020, I am 20. And I'm only older than the year for four months. So it depends That'll on when it That would be so cute out. when you're old. 
I was six. Six or seven. Right. Okay, yeah. I did not see this. You know what? God bless. I remember watching the show, and I believe this is the cultural reset that 2020 <laughs> needs. Am I the only one who now needs to think about what year we're in? Oh, yes. Constantly. Like, if I woke up tomorrow and, Michaela, you, convin- you could convince me it was 2021. Yeah, I believe that. Like, absolutely. So, yeah. I Kayla's idea was to to watch the first episode of The Simple Life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, and I just want to go ahead and start on my thoughts. I have an well, illegal notepad okay. because this is... Wait, what do you have to say, Michaela? Well, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, it is oh, Paris Hilton sure. and Nicole Richie, daughter of Lionel Richie, and they leave their voluptuous lifestyle to go... <laughs> That adjective, <laughs> voluptuous. Yeah, that was not the right word. But you mean grand, like, I like any other word. Better. Um, that sounds like it's like a bosom of yes, a life. Like yes, their it mansion was not is one right. single tit. <laughs> oh, but they leave God. their grand life to go spend time with this family. Do they say where the farm is? No, right? No, they don't say where it is. No, but they go to the middle. Wow, yeah, they of don't. But fuck nowhere. And they take on these jobs and they don't have any credit cards or their cell phones. And they have to live the simple life. Um, Quote unquote. Liam, before we even get into our thoughts, who do you think you are? Mm. I think I know who, which one of we are. I want to see. Oh, I think it is abundantly clear. Okay, I'm scared. What do we not I think I'm Paris Hilton and you're Nicole Richie. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. You are so correct. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, but is Liam Paris Hilton or Paris Hilton's dog Tinkerbell? (laughs) Oh my fucking God. I wrote on my second page of notes, I am Tinkerbell. Yeah. When I saw it running away in this, like, jacket (laughs) and boots, I was like, that is Liam Joshua Munn. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny because I had the same thought when he was doing the hind leg walk. Yep. yep. (laughs) That poor dog. But that dog doesn't know left from right. No. That's the real spoiled brat is a Tinkerbell. (laughs) She doesn't know how to freaking run. And they take Tinkerbell with them to the farm, so... Oh, you wouldn't leave her behind. No. No. Yeah, she's she's the third character. She's third credit. Um, I completely (laughs) agree. I was thinking I was thinking that I was gonna create a quiz that revolved around which one we were, but it just occurred to me that the answer is clear. Um first off, I wanna just start off by saying I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. (laughs) I was unaware that Paris Hilton, Hilton, like the hotel chain, had no idea. You had Had no idea, no clue. Liam. What? Listen, I get it. But also the Hilton franchise has not been doing well recently, so there's that. The well, I mean, nobody's that. staying there, um, right? Is that why? Because we're on a yeah, pandemic. Well, I mean, nobody's staying. I, I, I remember being younger and, like, the Hilton being, like, a really big fancy deal. And then by the time I was a teenager, nobody stayed at the Hilton. Yeah, that's true. People were over it. Hot over take. It. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. And then Nicole Richie is Lionel Richie's daughter. No idea. Yeah. Yep. My favorite is in the beginning was like singer actress <laughs> model a philanthropist like yeah. the strangest <laughs> things and then ends with and has wide sex appeal like it is us i think I we have incredible 
Like, you know, they paid somebody to say wide sex appeal. And I was like, yeah. we would do that. Absolutely. I feel like maybe Michaela and I are planning on writing a, a, a live version of Stays Between Us, but like <laughs> essentially just a cabaret. Um, and But maybe that's how it needs to start. It's like <laughs> actor, singer, wide sex appeal. And they're like, who told them that, that they have wide sex appeal? And the whole also... The entire opening section that was like Paris and Nicole, like, first off, the scene where they come down on the helicopter oh to say goodbye to their family members because they're going to go live Part the simple of life. didn't even think, they looked like paid actors. Like the family members. Oh, it does not look didn't real. Didn't seem like their they family all... members. Except for one but of them off... I know is their family member, which is Kyle Richards, who is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that is mm. her aunt, which I found that out recently, oh. which I thought was really interesting, which I did not know. To be honest, though, I I think The Simple Life paved the way for Real Housewives. Oh, 100%. Like, Paris Hilton was the original. She was the OG. Yeah, yeah. And to, so, like, first off, when they come down on the, on the helicopter situation, mm-hmm. that's us coming back to school. <laughs> like, that's us coming Walking back because we refused to go on the subway. <laughs> One, two, all the moms look the same. Each yeah. and every one of them. Yep. All white, blonde, and they say, well, Miss Paris, like, like, doesn't really know how to speak English. They're all a little dyslexic of the mouth. Um, um, what does it say? Um, what does this even say? I'm not gonna, oh, I don't even know what that says. Um, Liam, what, we're going to, oh, my favorite is when Nicole and Paris are talking about going over to the simple life, and they go, Oh, fuck it. We're going to rock. Because they're talking about their friends, and their friends think that they're not going to make yeah, it. And, like, that's us. Yeah. Yes. And they're going to be like, you're not going to make it. You're barely going to survive the simple life. And they're like, Nicole's like, fuck it. Um, <laughs> that is something I, I want the say. B-roll. I want all of the B-roll from the simple life. Yeah. Because between the mansions, the grandscape, I don't even think they filmed those shots of, like, Iowa or wherever they are. Um, I think they pulled that from my movie. Um, And then also how the narrator, first off, the narrator changes. First off, I think it's the same person. The person who's like kind of sounding British. And then they kind of, and then it kind of goes like this. It's true. So I love how there's character development with the, for the narrator. narrator. And then, and then he says, Nicole, Nicole, (laughs) Nicole Richie. And I'm like, this Uh, is, it's wide sex appeal. That's what it is. That's us. That it's should wide. be our new um, bio for the podcast. <laughs> and wide sex appeal. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know how you feel about it, Michaela, mm-hmm. but I like Paris Hilton. I said it. Oh, I like. I don't hate her. Because I think the. I whole, think they're downer. <laughs> I I think like the whole thing like because my mom was telling me how like she watched this when it was on and like you think like they're gonna be like stuck up bitches but like they're not. They're really sweet. Like, they're really, like, really nice Don't get people. me wrong. They're really privileged. That but, like, who isn't nowadays? Come on. You don't have to be mean. Like, they're very nice. And, like, she was on the... And the, and the stewardess was, like, a hot towel. And she went, yes, please. And yeah. I'm like, oh, freaking Annie over there going to Daddy Warbucks' house. She's <laughs> saying her please and thank you. Also, it kind of annoyed me that they took their private jet to the farm. I was like, I want to <laughs> see those bitches in economy, Okay. I want them to be sitting next to someone that puts their leg in their space, because that has happened to me. And the human fart of airplanes. Yes. Okay. I was kind of upset. Mm-hmm. I was like, they should have started 
with the plane not being their private jet um, that they can mm-hmm. sleep in. But whatever. Besides mm-hmm. that, it was fine. <laughs> um, I also... Like, when I kind of say that Paris and Nicole is Michaela and I, when they were in the car driving from the plane and they go, Nicole goes, where do you think you're going, Paris? And she's like, do you want me to drive in these bushes? And you're like, okay, fine. And then they're like, reverse, reverse. The reverse doesn't work, Nicole. It's a whole three minute scene about this car. Initially, I thought it was going to be like the car wasn't going to be automatic. It was going to be stick. That would have been but interesting. I didn't well, get my wish. Nicole was like, Paris, it has to be in the right, like, gears. Like, you're just <laughs> not doing it right. And I was like, that is me explaining to Liam pretty much anything. Like, correct. it was so it's funny. not correct. It was really it's, funny. It's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, and also, when they were interviewing the family that they were going to, and they were like, so yes. they were interviewing yep. the sons and they <laughs> they were like, how do you think they're going to, how like, are you going to treat them? And they're like, oh, well, if they're nice, I'll be nice to them. And if they're snotty bitches, then. <laughs> I know. I was like, oof, god damn. All right. It seemed, it seemed though that this family was being paid to say certain things. Yeah. Because probably. the segues and the conversation was fast. Like the whole like, um when the mom and the dad figure of the family were talking and they're like, well, you know, how is the, how do you think it's going? And the, the dad just literally looks like he's being stabbed and he's like, awkward. It's very awkward. And so the mom like really fast goes like, well, what do you expect? What do you want us to do? Well, we know what we have to do. And then like they go send them to like go to the, the grocery store. <laughs> like it's just the market, yeah. the Kmart, essentially. It's the Kmart. Um, My favorite yeah, line I, was Nicole yeah. Richie asking them if they hang out in Walmart and then Paris Hilton not knowing what a Walmart is was probably oh, that sounds like me. my favorite thing. Nicole Richie was just like, it it's is the- awkward. Like, I felt the awkwardness, like, watching them try to communicate with these people. And Nicole Richie was just like, sure. so do you guys, like, hang out at Walmart? <laughs> and they're like, um, maybe. Like, what's it to you? <laughs> So funny. Depends on what we need. <laughs> I immensely enjoyed. Th- I think the show's great. I think it's like a, the cultural oh, yeah. reset that 2020 I watched needs. I the second episode. It's oh, did like you 20 really? minutes. They go really fast. Easy. And I was like, I got another yeah. one in me. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think they should save that for another season. I know Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton have like, first off, first, like, I've heard Paris Hilton's like the star of TikTok now. So apparently go off Paris. I don't know. But like Nicole Richie's like a down to earth mom and I kinda love I'm her. Like obsessed and also with her like now. Like I love her. Yeah. I kinda wanna yeah, be her. Because I think No, my favorite is in the opening scene when like she's like Paris is like, Nicole, get in the car and she like comes out in a cigarette and it just said like she was like a record producer, singer. <laughs> and she's like smoking the cigarette. I'm like, Oh, it's it's real, it's real. Who do you think is the star, the real star? Of the first episode of um, Simple Life. I, I guess it would be Paris because I feel like she's even further removed from things than Nicole. Or at least Nicole's good at sure, pretending yeah, I feel that like, she's kind of doing things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the grandma's the star. Oh, my God. That woman's the grandma, hair was higher yeah. than the Empire State. It was American. That's all I got to say about that. It was it the was most American so thing fun. I've ever seen. The little boy is really cute, though. There's, like, a little and the brother, fa- and he's really cute. Yeah, the, cute. the son. 
And like Paris was like taking care of him, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is kind of sweet. And obviously the the son liked her. Like he was hanging around yeah. her all the time and like trying to protect her from that with the fly swatter. Yeah. So, was... so obviously something was going well. So, like I said earlier, I wanted to create a quiz that was like, are you Paris or are you Nicole? But we kind of already know that. Yeah. So I took some of um my famous the famous blondes in my life. And I created four questions to figure out, Michaela, what famous blonde you are. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. What if one of them was me? That'd um, be funny. So you're going <laughs> to... just What if all of it was just me? Um, <laughs> so question one is what... Pick a drink, Michaela. Okay. Vodka soda, mm-hmm. pills, honeybee milk. Pills? Pills, yeah. I'm going to do vodka soda. Oh, you're going to pick all the PG answers. Okay. <laughs> Uh, pick your favorite city. New York City, London, backyard when it rains. New York City. <laughs> Michaela, you're letting me down. That's not a city. Okay. Yeah. Literally. A backyard when it rains. a little more adventurous. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, I'm sorry. To some people, sorry. that is a city. Pick a lover. Tom Hanks, Marlon Brando, economic equality. <laughs> economic equality. Even though I love some Marlon Brando. Oh, he's... Mm. He is. Oh, um, yeah. Pick a direction, Michaela. Pick okay. a direction. Myself, left, not centrist. <laughs> I'm going to go not centrist. Okay, the famous blonde that you got was Elizabeth Warren. Okay. <laughs> so you were really close. I The options were Paris Hilton, uh, Marilyn Monroe, okay. Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Banks. Gotcha. And um, you picked Elizabeth Warren, which you were very close to getting Paris Hilton. But no, honestly, honestly, I feel like I would have. I think I created good Elizabeth Warren answers. That was very good, I have to say. I was not expecting those questions at all. So good on you. Oh, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) If you guys are interested at all at following us on Instagram with the hilarity that we provide, you can follow me, Liam, at at Liam Joshua Mann on Instagram. And I'm at Michaela DeJoseph, and our podcast is at Stays Between Us Podcast. Well, I think if it's anywhere between Paris Hilton and the simple life or taking chickens heads off I don't know this all stays between us bye guys bye